I need to go just as bad as you. What I had this morning, I don't even wanna say to you. Kick, punch, turn and chop the door. Kick, punch, turn and chop the door. Or I will fall to the floor. Or I will fall to the floor. Kick, punch, turn and chop the door. Kick, punch, turn, chop the door. Or I will fall to the floor. Or I will fall to the floor. Hey everybody and welcome to CADCast number 83. I'm your host, GPD, in Tokyo, Japan. And I'm Wombat, and I wish I was in San Diego. What's going on in San Diego? It's the, it's the uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, right. It starts, uh, well, for us tonight, you know, for right. everyone else, it will have started by the time they hear this. Right, right. But, uh, what goes on like at Comic-Con? Be- they show comics? <laughs> they show comics and everything comic book related, which seems to be very video game related this year, actually, with uh, Microsoft doing a uh, bringing it home. Yeah. Comic-Con. That's pretty so, cool. So you will be cool. there virtually. Virtually, I can be there and download my Superman theme. Oh. So, uh, yeah, they partnered with Warner Brothers for this. So. Very nice. So we're doing the show yeah. a little late this week, uh, and we sort of have to keep things moving along because what it's it's Wednesday night, right? In America, yes. the twenty fifth, July twenty yes. fifth. Uh, it's Thursday, seven thirty p.m. Right. It's Thursday morning for me, and as soon as we're done with this, I got to uh, jump in the shower, throw on my suit, and head over to the BBC for uh, an interview. Yeah. Another about w- fish and chips. I no, I don't actually. I think it's about Sony, but I'm not even sure because. When the producer calls me, like, I don't get the best cell phone reception in my apartment, so usually I miss like every other word. But as long as I get the time and date right, that's the important thing. They probably said sodomy, but with the bad reception, it sounds like Sony. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I'll be ready for sodomy just in case. <laughs> you Be prepared. Bring your own Vaseline. Anyway, so we'll keep the show moving. Uh, I want to do a very quick Your Man in Japan, super fast. Uh, last weekend... I was introduced to the game of Go. Are you familiar Go. with that game? Is it, it sounds like a drinking game. It's not a drinking game. It's like one of the oldest games ever, board games ever. It's like, uh, you know, like Othello. You got like the black and white. Othello? 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 O- Othello. I don't know, dude. You're making fun of me already or you just started? Yeah, I know. Well, you walked into it it's like that but much more advanced like it's crazy so one of my wife's former co-workers goes to this go meeting every like once a month or once every two months and their like their purpose is to like introduce new people to go so i was the token white guy for this particular meeting uh, and it was really interesting, and people like were really nice to me, and you know everyone was very interested about the six foot four bald white guy who showed up to play the ancient uh, game of Go. Cool. Um, so I, I'm going to try to learn this game, but it's very complicated. Um, and there's there's ways to play online too. They have like internet so Go. Most were most of the people there like older? No, that's the thing. Like the this is targeted towards younger people. So it was you know well it depends on your definition of older. They were in their 30s, low 30s, like me, so I consider that not old. <laughs> no, I don't consider that old. Okay, no, good. So, yeah, it was it was really fun, and I they, uh, they paired us all up with different people, and I took a picture of the board because it was really funny to see all the Chinese, uh, all the Japanese characters, and then David. <laughs> yeah. 
funny to me cool. anyway. Yes. So what's going on with you, Wombat? Anything exciting? Well, I took my first day off in about seven months on, oh. uh, on Friday. What was the occasion? It was, I haven't taken a day to myself in about seven months, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> I see. What did you do with your time off? Well, we went, and there's a new exhibit at the Natural History Museum um, called Mythic Creatures. <laughs> so it's the dork exhibit. It's the dork exhibit. It's full of, like, the history of dragons and unicorns and uh, <laughs> sea monsters and griffin I and cyclopses and all that kind of fun so stuff. For it's pe- a really nice exhibit. For people like you and me who spent their youth studying the monster manual. Exactly. You could really impress your wife. You know, you'd see something and be like, oh, that's a doppelganger. Yeah, pretty much. Why, that's a Yeti. That's a Bigfoot. No, no, no. You could tell that's a Yeti because it lives in the snow. Right, right. So, yeah, go. nerd. That's a beholder. A <laughs> they didn't have any beholders they there. They didn't, yeah. No. And then we went, wait, we had to make it like a full nerd day. We went from there to uh, to the movie theater. What'd you see? We saw Harry Potter in IMAX in Ooh. 3D. Oh, we saw Harry Potter last weekend, too. But did you see it in IMAX in 3D? I actually, by accident, I bought tickets for the version that was dubbed in Japanese. So not only did I not see it in IMAX or 3D, um, it wasn't in English. But actually, we we noticed that it was trending towards that during the movie trailers that they show first. So we we bailed and got tickets to a later show and saw it in proper English. It was okay. Like, I'm not a... This is weird, and I don't know why I even bother seeing these movies because I've never really come out of one and said, "Wow, this was a great movie." I really, you know, I really like that a lot. Yet I've seen every Harry Potter movie. I've seen every Harry Potter movie, and this one I yeah, thought not... I think I liked this one more than I liked the others for some reason. Yeah, it was like more yeah. action maybe. Mm-hmm. But um... in watching like almost adults run around, it seems a little more palatable than watching little kids run around. Maybe, right at this point, that's true. Yeah. And he, Harry's making out with Asian chicks. Yeah. Well, see, now you can relate. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. It was. It was fine. And look, I use any excuse to go. To, I'll go see any movie just so I can eat at the delicious pizza place uh, next door. Oh, so you had good pizza too? Oh yeah, and I just ate so much. Like it's it's so funny. Like when we go to a restaurant, sometimes that they'll say like, like, are you sure you want to order all that food? I mean, they hint at it, you know, because they don't realize the damage I can do. And uh, speaking of pizza, well, sort of pizza, we're having a party this weekend, our second annual fireworks viewing party, or Hanabi, as they call it in Japanese. Did you invite your new friend? He is coming. My Alex the Enoshima pizza guy is coming uh, with his wife, and I believe they're going to be staying over, too, because they have to make such a long trip to get here. Mm. So I hope he brings pizza with him, but I don't (laughs) think that's going to happen. I don't don't think that's going to happen. Right. Okay, Wombat, on to the yes. show. Cause we have a show? We got to get moving here. I got I got people to see and sodomy to do. There you go. Okay, we had a lot of feedback from the last show. Our last show was our E3 wrap-up spectacular, which maybe yeah, didn't sort of. live up to the name of spectacular. No, not even a little, which is probably more my fault than yours, but you know. Well, we'll see. So we'll get to that. Uh, Rogue Weapon says, uh, in reference to the photos that I posted, Wow, Cheebs, you look very happy in those pics. Probably because Wombat wasn't there. Ouch. No, actually, I wanted, I was hoping that you were going to be there, and people asked for you, and I was disappointed that you I didn't want to come. No. It wasn't that I didn't want to. Don't, don't, <laughs> okay, don't okay. twist the reality. 
Yeah, I didn't want to go. I'm like, what about, why would I want to go drinking with my buddy for four days? What that, a, that's that won't be fun in any way. Who's Video your buddy? games too. You got a friend in in, in uh, Santa Monica. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go drinking with with, with Larry. Larry, <laughs> are you gonna? Are you thinking about going for to E E for all the fake E three? <laughs> when is it? October. October. We'll see what happens in October. You and Mrs. Wombat could uh, could say, rock. I'm gonna be. Who knows where I'll even be working by October? <laughs> there, there you go. You may be out of a job by then. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Io uh, chimes in, says, Way to piss on my parade, cheapy. I was getting really hyped for Metroid after watching the latest, latest videos. Despite that, it is still my most anticipated game of the fall. I really want to get into Mass Effect, but the shooter aspect of it is just not appealing to me. I want my RPGs to be RPGs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look. I, he's referring to my uh, my E3 article that I wrote, mm-hmm. where I don't know what he's. I guess he's talking. He's referring to what I said about Metroid on the last show, and I don't yeah, think there's anything yeah. wrong with it. I think if you liked the previous Metroids, there's no reason why you wouldn't like this. I mean, it basically looks the same. It just play it plays different because of the control, and that's pretty much as far as I can tell the only difference. Um, but you know, for me. I'm not excited about a game like that. I never was into the the newer Metroids, and the the Metroid branding doesn't really do anything for me. So, you know, as much as I enjoy the old school Metroids, and I know you did too, Wombat. Yes, I do. I, you know, it's, I was playing it, uh, well, that weekend, because I had to go to my in-laws okay. for the whole weekend. I actually played uh, Metroid uh, Zero Mission on the train the whole weekend. That's the remake of That's Metroid? the remake of the okay. first one, yeah. On, on Game And Boy. it has the original Metroid on the cartridge. I see. So it has both. And I actually did play both. Yeah, I don't know. It just, for so some reason, it I just... I was kicking it old school. It doesn't, it just doesn't do it. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later, though. Uh, Io also says, wants to know if I had a chance to play Katamari for the 360. Um, I did play it, but I... You know, I really wasn't very impressed with it. It's it's exactly the same as the old Katamari with no jaggies. And as far as I can see, that's pretty much the only difference. I mean, the, maybe the frame rate isn't going to get bogged down, you know, when things get intense. But other than that, it, it basically looks the same, except minus the jaggies. And for how much? I don't think we know that yet, do we? Yeah, do we? I mean, I remember when that game came out and it was 20 bucks new. Right. Remember the first one at twenty dollars? Yeah, yeah. And then they was, they jacked the second one. We talked one. about that on Cadcast number one. The, the pilot, the pilot episode. Yep. It wasn't even Cadcast number one. No. And then they came out with the sequel for thirty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, WDW PSU says, as a journalist, Wombat should do a little more homework. Reading other journalists' reports of press conferences isn't valid enough. He should have watched the press conferences. They were definitely accessible. He must have me confused with another wombat, as I am not a journalist. You're not. I don't consider myself. Do you? No. Do you consider me a journalist? I consider you a tag along. <laughs> Thanks, jerk. <laughs> a never do well. A ne'er do well. Yeah. See, I was gonna say media gadfly, but you know. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that you know people hold you to a high standard, Wombat. You're on the one of the most popular video game podcasts around. You know, we have about six thousand listeners a week, and you know, you got to put in a little time for homework. I you you are correct. Okay. So I then, should really have. I should I should be more careful because you never know when you're gonna 
pull those coattails I'm riding right out from under me. <laughs> That's right. And then you can say goodbye to uh, free games and consoles. Yes. By the way, we're going to have an opportunity for you to win the free game of your choice later in the show, Wombat. We're gonna play, really? Yeah, we're going to play a little game, a little surprise for you. Oh, I didn't know that. Now I'm nervous. I know. Thank you. I needed that. All right. It's, it's a fun game, though. Uh, yeah, you, say, so, you say that now. So you've learned your lesson. Make an I... ass of Wombat? Is that the name of the game? <laughs> right. So I'm going to skip Ukine's comments since they were pretty much jumping on the uh, Wombat do your homework bandwagon. Uh, lastly, Dr. Faustus says, yeah, wow. I like this comment. I can't believe the amount of backpedaling and ass kissery that Wombat has sunk to in recent episodes. I'm referring to the Vagina Clown episode where you so correctly pointed out that Major Nelson is nothing more than a glorified mouthpiece for Microsoft. Now, it seems that you are eager to retract your position by reducing it to a phony internet grudge. Not only that, but you are now sniffing around to be a guest on his show. You have let me down. You have, you should have stuck to your guns. I expect this from GPD, who seems to harbor a man crush on Major Nelson. You got him a gift, GPD? Are you serious? Oh, well, you guys are still the best video game podcast out there. Keep up the good work and keep off the ass kissery. Wombat, do you want to respond to these I, I do. I have, a, I do have a rebuttal. Um, by the, by the, when I say phony internet grudge, I do mean that in the sense that I don't hate the man. Right. And I actually think that he does a very good job with what he does. Right. Is he nothing more than a glorified mouthpiece for Microsoft? Yes. But he does a very good job at that. And I've actually always said that. I didn't actually said that to his face. (laughs) I don't think that you were really kissing his ass. And I don't think that you're retracting your, I mean, look, when Wombat, (laughs) I mean, I can't believe we're, we're still, uh. Yeah, <laughs> we're still go- going die. there, but by your vagina clown, the vagina vagina clown is not like a negative phrase, really. It, it merely translates to, you know, mouthpiece or yes. PR type person. I know he's not in the PR department, and you know everyone always corrects us on this. But basically, as far as I can tell, his job is to put together content that appears on xbox 360 you know video content and uh stuff that appears on the website as well and it may not technically be pr it may be i don't know what do you call that community building or something but community building yes but what it does come down to is you know he's working for microsoft and he's talking about microsoft products and he's certainly not going to say that uh Oh, you know, Bioshock doesn't look that good or something like that. Uh, you're not going to hear that very often. So I don't think there's really, I mean, you know, anything particularly negative about calling Major Nelson a vagina clown if you really break down what it means. And the vagina part, <laughs> that really doesn't mean anything. It just. It doesn't. It doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't mean anything at all. I just. Yeah. It's just major if you replace the M with a V and take out the OR. It, becomes vag and that's somehow vagina i don't know very silly no that, that, that's pretty much it that's the derivation good work and in terms of the gift i didn't really get him a gift i had these xbox 360 coasters that i got for free from the xbox lounge and i thought it would be a nice icebreaker to you know strike up a conversation with major nelson look i don't i have no negative fe- why would i have any negative feelings towards major nelson he's a nice guy and he's certainly worthy of receiving free coasters from me and he is the Ronald McDonald of Microsoft. Right, and everybody loves Ronald McDonald. Exactly. So I would love to be his grimace. You you have the right shape, that's for sure. Wah, wah. <laughs> and color. 
<laughs> and personality. Shall I go on? I, I do love shakes. <laughs> uh, so actually, uh, speaking of Major Nelson, I got a shout out on the latest Major Nelson show. Uh, Wombat, you want to roll the clip? I will roll the clip. All right. Tokyo Game Show coming up at the end of September, which I'll be going to this year. Yep. Speaking of shows. that hey, That's one I want to go to. And I met, point. you know, I got a stack of cards here from when I was down at E3. And I got a, I met one of the guys from Cheap Ass Gamer. Um, let me see if I can pull this card. Uh, was it GPD? Let me see. It was GPD. Yep. Yep. So the man himself, David. Uh, David was over. There. Have you met him? I have not. He's like twelve feet tall. I mean, he's got a tower over those folks in Japan. He's huge. <laughs> okay. He's huge and bald, but he was great. So GP, uh, GPD, and I are going to go out when I go to Japan. He's going to show me where to get some cool stuff, like maybe my cool toilet seat that I've been talking about. See, there you go. It's very exciting. Very, very astute observation that I am tall and bald. And great. Tall, See, bald, and great. He's a pro. He's a pro. So, yeah, he. Uh, I think we. Uh, I said I was going to try to look into getting some sumo tickets. He wanted to go nice. to sumo. And maybe I'll give him a tour. Actually, what I should do, if he's into the toilets, I'll take him to the, the Toto. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. If he's into toilets. Well, he's into the super Japanese toilet seats, so I can take him to the Toto showroom. Toto is the company that makes those, one of the companies that makes those fancy toilets, and he can see so the wait, latest. wait, first they sing Rosanna in Africa, and now they're making super toilet seats? Absolutely. They've really, I think they've made more money from the toilet they seats. They have to be the greatest band ever. They've, they've got a lot, of ta- a lot of talent. There's no denying it. You know, I was, uh, they were playing last night in Manhattan. What's that? And I had to go to a charity event. Oh, they were playing. Okay. Yeah, Toto. Oh, wow. I would have gone, but I was at a charity event last I night. I see. I see. Yes. Was it your, was it the Wombat charity? No, it was for Gilda's Club. It was a cruise around Manhattan. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, yeah it was actually very nice. So, oh, and another thing, it was funny because not only did they mention me on, on the Major Nelson show, but towards the end of the show, they did a little gadget talk, and they were talking about a cell phone that is going to be released shortly soon in Japan that I'm looking at picking up because it's a smartphone, and they don't have any that run English here. This will be the first one. Uh, so I emailed E, or I sent him a message on Xbox to find out more about the phone, but he, n- he never wrote me back, Wombat. That's because he doesn't like you. I, I sounded like he liked me. Anyway, yeah, I don't think so. let's move on to the new releases, Wombat. All right. Too much stuff to talk about. I think we're going to go through these really quick. Of course, the new releases are always brought to us by the Shipwrecks and their up-and-coming CAG 4Play podcast, which is taking the internet by storm, Wombat. Storm. Multiple they are, storms. They are on the up-and-coming list on Dig for podcasts, and uh, you should definitely dig them. Because did you ever listen to the episode that I was on? I did. I listened to the whole thing. Oh, okay. It was funny. Yeah, it, was it was very funny. You had a great line about, at least I'm not in Ohio or something like that. There you go. That was good. Yeah, that was very funny. Uh, people should definitely check out the Shipwrecks uh, podcast to hear all about the, not only do you hear all about the new releases, but you get to hear about the Shipwrecks purchasing habits, game purchasing habits, uh, which is always very interesting because they buy a lot of games. They really do. And they're very well informed on the different sales that are going on. And it's just fun to hear them sort of bicker about what's getting purchased and what's not getting purchased. <laughs> Any big releases this week that we need to talk about, Wombat? Um, I mean, what do we got? They got Alien Syndrome, Dynasty Warriors. Guitar Hero yes, rocks the 80s. There you go. Guitar Hero rocks the 80s. I don't want Guitar Hero for my PS2. 
You want 360. I want it for my 360. And I know that that may piss off some people, but I got to speak the truth, what's in my heart. And my heart says, Guitar Hero for the PS2 just isn't going to do it for me anymore. There you go. I mean, it looks like the track list isn't that great. They're charging $50 for 30 songs. Certainly not. not, The value is not there considering that you would get 50 songs for $50 or, or more on the on the on the non-add-on versions of this game. So it sounds like Activision is really milking this, and uh, I guess that's yeah. not too surprising. And the reviews haven't been that great. <laughs> Best Buy has a good deal, uh, $40, and you get a free $50, uh, sorry, $15 gift card and a wristband. There you go. Also this week, NASCAR 08 for all the different systems. Uh, I, I can't really talk. Did you, you didn't go to that NASCAR event in New no, York, No, I couldn't make it. I had, go to do, that stuff. I had to do Mrs. Wombat things. You had to do Mrs. Wombat? Yeah. Hmm. Well, what, what were you going to do uh, when that two minutes were up? <laughs> you could have went. Two minutes? Three you minutes? give me too much credit. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anything else? Let's go through on the DL with the shipwrecks because there's really, All I mean, right. yeah, unless you want to hear us talk about Dynasty Warriors for the DS. Which, no, uh, no one does. Sounds like a have anything, terrible anything idea. good on the DL? You know, yeah, Kirby's, guess, Kirby's Dream Course. Uh, we're talking about the Wii Virtual Console. I mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed that game in college. It's uh, it's Kirby mixed with golf. Uh, $8. I liked it. There you go. But uh, I don't know. It's only it's a two-player game. Uh, also, Devil's Crush for $6, which is a pinball game. Yes, and Shining Force for $8, which is a role-playing game from the role-playing Genesis game. age. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 360... He's got mm-hmm. two games coming out this week. That's the second week in a row where they're they're giving us a uh, a two for two for Wednesday. I think it's a, it probably works for them because people may you know go oh, I don't know if I want to buy a ten dollar game. Ooh, this one's five. It's it's cool that there's oh is that, is that how they're doing it? Yeah, look yeah. at that. Um, oh, wow, welcome to marketing. To well, marketing. look, that's a good call. Three sixty marketing, yeah. Uh, Super yeah, Contra for, is the $5 game, and Wing Commander Arena is the $10 game. Now, so disappointing. Yeah. I mean, did you try it out? I forgot to I try did. it. I did. I mean, it just sounds disappointing. Who wants to play a Wing Commander game where it's, you know, you can't move vertically? Well, that's really the problem. Of course if it's you the had problem. Free, if you had free movement of these little ships, even with the same aspect ratio and the same view, with the ships being kind of small, like the size of your thumb, it would have made a big difference. It would have been so much fun to play that game 16-player for $10. It would have been a no-brainer purchase. But now it's just your standard shooter-type game, probably. with. Uh, it's not, because it's, it's all online, 16-player death matches. Oh. There's no, there's no single-player? Isn't there a co-op or something? I think there is, but, you know. I don't know. The, Actually, the fact- no, because I played the single-player game. It was just a death match. Oh, I see. Yeah. So no. Uh, yeah. No vertical plane equals no me buy. Yeah. I don't know who came up with this idea. Really. Well, it's cheaper to make it. I guess. So I guess we'll, maybe we'll have to hold out for the Battlestar Galactica game to see if we can get uh, some vertical action in that game. <laughs> Everyone likes a little vertical action every now hey, and again. Hell yes. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do a little hype wagon? Oh wow! I haven't even thought of that in a little while. Sure. Well, I'll I'll do a quick one because we got to keep the show moving. Yeah, um, you do it. I'm going with Bioshock because it's coming out damn soon, Wombat. It's coming out in August. 
Yeah, that's really soon, isn't it? Coming out for the PC and Xbox 360. I think we talked about it last week. Uh, it's a first-person shooter with maybe the best the best uh, style and atmosphere that we've seen in a very, very long time. I'm expecting uh, very uh, good review scores for this game. And it just it looks awesome. Like, you know, not only do you get to shoot people with guns, but you also you get some like powers so you can fry people and freeze people and shock people and all that good stuff. Not uh, to shock them, bioshock them. Bioshock them. And it just it has this creepy ambiance and uh it just it looks great. And another another solid uh two K games first person shooter. I mean first the darkness and now Bioshock. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Anything you're looking forward to? Well, you know, I'm really hoping that this weekend I get some more information on the either the Marvel or DC MMOs that are supposed to come out this year. Yeah. Which one, if if they're both the same and the difference is the just the characters, mm-hmm. are you going? You're going to go Marvel, right? I'm pro. Actually, it's it's a tough call because you uh, like DC. Marvel- You're a DC guy too. I I like I like both. I'm probably if they're both the same, I'll probably go 360 because there'll probably be more people I know online playing it. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh wait, which so is the I one? That's 360 the, uh, gets the Marvel one. Is that how yeah. it works? Yeah. Uh huh. That's so weird. <laughs> it's weird that they they did it that way. Don't you think? Yeah, whatever. You know. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So fair enough. Let's move on. Uh, I wrote a little Black Bolt. I call it now. Who Black Bolt? Black Bolt. I don't know him. See, I, I Black don't Bolt know. Bolt in stuff. the house. In his house. His in, house. In his house. Leveling okay. mountains with just his voice. There you go. That's like me. Yeah, I can exactly. Level. You Listen, can be Black Bolt. I'll go super deep and level mountains. <laughs> Fuji down. <laughs> Didn't work. I'm looking look out the window. I, I can't see it. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, about my E3 picks, the article that I wrote. Yes. Because E3 is the show that never dies, Wombat. <laughs> yeah, so it seems. Tell so me more. Seems. What did you th- tell me more of what you thought at E3? Well, okay. So first of all, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through the article and give bring out some high points. Uh, For so, our illiterate listeners out yeah, there. Yeah, some people may not want to check out Cheap Ass Gamer. They just like to listen <laughs> to us. People who go to Cheap Ass Gamers but don't know how to read. A lot of the people a... just skip the front page altogether, I've learned, and they just had, they check out the forums. It's true. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so I basically picked out the best and worst uh, of E3. Uh, for the press conference, I picked Nintendo for best press conference, for best pre show press conference. I only, I'm only talking about the big three here. I didn't, I didn't go to any of those other. Into other uh, press conferences because I knew they would be lame, and I was right. Yeah. So it was a tough choice this year because none of the press conferences were particularly compelling. So I'm so, I'm sort of picking the best of the worst here, and I really just felt like Nintendo's Nintendo came across as the most confident, and they had every reason to be because they're number one, Wombat. <laughs> and what they did was they did they did the exact same thing they did last year, except last year they were telling us what they were going to do and why it was going to be successful. And this year they said, we were totally right. Everything we said came true. We're number one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So there. And then they introduced the Wii Fit. 
Which at, is a board to stand on. Which is a, a game and a the Wii balance board to stand on, right? So you can... I don't know. You think you can really lose weight with Wii Fit? I'll try. <laughs> You'll try anything. Exactly. What do you think? Are you gonna buy, would you buy Wii Fit? I don't know. It really depends. You know, there's there's a couple of things involved. It's cost factor. So if it's $70 or $80, would you buy it? Mm, probably not. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think yeah. it's going to sell really well in Japan. It's going to be huge in Japan. Well, good for Japan. America? I'm not <laughs> sure. They're pretty, pretty lazy in America. Well, yeah, a little bit. People are even complaining about like walking to the different uh, hotels at E3. I don't know if they're going to be able to handle Wii Fit. No, I do more walk in a day than... Well, you do. New, New Yorkers yeah. do. New Yorkers do. People who live in big cities that don't have... That, you know, that have good public transportation and such and don't have cars, they do a lot of walking. I do tons of walking. But a lot of the press who are located out of, you know, California really complained about the new E3 because they had to walk 15 minutes, uh, you know, from hotel to hotel or 10 minutes. I can understand if you're, you know, doing television and you're the camera guy and you have to carry, a, you know, 30 pounds worth of equipment with you. That's yeah. that's totally understandable. But if you just bring in like a laptop with you or, or a pad and pencil... And you can't walk 15 minutes in 70 degree weather, then uh, you better you better check yourself. There you go. Okay, so that was my my best press conference. Uh, Sony ahead somewhere in the middle because, quite frankly, they're not doing so hot right now, and I think they really needed to pull out their big guns. And you know, we got to see some Killzone, which looked good, but and the redesigned PSP, but I didn't think the PSP was that big of a deal. I mean, were you particularly impressed? I was more impressed than the current PSP. Well, why? Because it has TV out and it's it's, it's lighter? It's because it's a little smaller and has it's... less moving parts and they're going to uh, speed up the load times. If the load times are significantly sped up and there's a good chance I'll pick one up. Really? Okay. Yeah. That was well, my we don't complaint know. about the We don't the know other about one. that, though, so we're going to have to wait and see. That's what I'm saying. If there's, if there's really a significant difference in the load times with the new software okay. and hardware... Then uh, yeah, I would pick one up. See, like my my um, the way I look at these press conferences, they need to like they need to knock your socks off right away. Like if I'm starting to like so when they present the new PSP, and now I have to think, hmm, you know, I have to sort of guess how much the load times are going to be improved, or you know, is it really that much smaller? To me, that's sort of a failure of an announcement. Well, if here's my question for you: Were they were they less flashy this year because they're not really showing off to that many people? Well, well last no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with it. They were plenty flashy. It's just the announcements. I don't think the announcements were that exciting. Well, they, there isn't that much exciting, really. That you know, as opposed to last year. Well, what they should have done. Many exciting. No, here's what they should have done. Here's what they needed to do. Sony needed to show that Metal Gear Solid 4 uh, playthrough that they showed. Uh, I know. This Can week. you believe that? I watched that. How they showed some. You know why? It's because they, because they think Americans are stupid. No, I I don't think that's it. It is. It you is because so? think... Americans don't need to see gameplay. They'll buy the game based on a on a CGI commercial. I don't think that's it. I mean, I'd love to know the real truth, and it's sort of mind boggling. Like why they wouldn't? Sh why it's would an they wait? To my in American intelligence. Maybe the it wasn't quite ready, and they ha they needed another week to work on it. Could that have been a it? A week? You really think a week? I think the stuff comes down to the wire very often. Mm. Somebody mentioned. I think Darkness Bear mentioned that 
the word was Sony wanted Killzone to be their showstopper. But look, I mean, Metal Gear Solid 4 can sell systems. Yes. Killzone 2, yeah, it probably can too, but Metal, you know, people equate Metal Gear Solid with PlayStation. Killzone still has improving of itself to do. It didn't exactly. improve itself in its exactly. first Exactly, exactly. Metal Gear Solid has the fan base. That's the game people are waiting for. Really weird that they didn't show it at E3. And yeah. maybe some of the CADCast listeners can uh, post their theories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that Microsoft had the worst press conference. Not because it was particularly, you know, it was that much worse than the other ones. But, you know, Microsoft is is doing, you know, better than Sony. But, you know, everyone's losing out to the Wii. So everybody's got something to prove. And Microsoft's strategy this year was they're only going to show games that are coming out in 2007. Which, while that's respectable. I think it's a fine idea. It's a fine idea, and it's it's definitely respectable. And, and I, they I know have the, enough coming out. They they definitely have the best lineup of the, this year, no question. I mean, there's no there's no argument there from anybody. I can't see how you could argue otherwise in terms of exclusive games. Well, I and, mean, they don't have a game where you ride a dragon and fly around, right? But shoot stuff on your flying dragon. They have the most best games coming out this year. There's no <laughs> question about it. But that doesn't necessarily make for a compelling press conference. Yeah. No, it so, doesn't. I guess. They didn't have any big announcements. We were waiting for the price drop, never saw it. So, that's why I chose them chose them as the worst one, but in all honesty, there wasn't that much difference between the best and the worst. All there right. Moving on, I had best third-party publisher uh was EA. Just because they have so many games coming out this year. Uh and even if you forget about their sports games, they have so many Games that are just looking awesome right now. Crisis, Half-Life 2, uh, The Orange Box, Mercenaries 2, Army of Two, Rock Band, which is just going to make so much money for them. I'm looking forward to The Orange Box. Orange Box is going to be awesome. Great, A great value with all those different games jammed in there. You also Team got Fortress The Simpsons. just looks like so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. They also got so The Simpsons. Portal. And Portal 2. I mean, just it's, it's going to be... For 60 bucks. it's a great value. I mean, it's... And it's going to sell well. And uh, skate, and you know, you throw in all their sports games, and they're just going to be minting money. There you go. Now, one of our news stories this uh, for the news blast. I'll just get to it now. Is that Activision, for the first time in ten years, has overtaken EA for the you know they've they've outsold EA mostly because of Guitar Hero. No, well, so it's the go. first time that I th- that EA is not the number one first uh, third party publisher, and this is for the first half of of two thousand seven. I can guarantee you. Well, all right, I'll guarantee you that EA will blow them away. You know, well, for the you know, and half. also, it, I think it may actually quelch that argument once and for all that fat video game nerds would much rather be rock stars than quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean. Look, I think <laughs> myself included. It's true. It's true. I mean, look, they they you know, Guitar Hero is a revolutionary type game for at least as far as America is concerned since Japan has had it for a while as Guitar Freaks, but I think Rock Band is is going to sell better or just as well and the fact that they're going to have you know they're going to have their downloadable content shit together unlike unlike Activision who's been really like dropping the ball on the 360 the fact they even released another three songs at that same price i know it's it's embarrassing is what it is 
So uh, yeah, they're going to be making so much money, EA. So don't, don't nobody worry about EA. <laughs> and I was worried too. Yeah. Okay. Best game surprise. I have uh, Stranglehold for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, basically, just because I was expecting this game to be garbage, and what it turns out to be is a a very competent Max Payne esque uh, third person piece of shooter. garbage. No, not a piece of garbage. It's it's going to be a fun game. I think. I hope you're right. I I might pick it up just because it comes with the movie. Yeah, for extra ten bucks, the PS3 <laughs> version comes with That's the hard, uh, movie hard, hard. on on the same disc. Uh, it just it's got a lot of style to it. Uh, for best game releasing uh, this year, I've got Mass Effect for Xbox 360 coming mm-hmm. out in in November, I believe. I'm really looking forward to the game. In fact, I uh, I'm about halfway through the Mass Effect book. Which they handed out at E3 when you uh, got to watch the demo playthrough. So is it a good book? I'm pretty entertained by the book. It's uh, supposed to be a prequel to the game, so there's no spoilers. But mm-hmm. I guess it'll give you some background to the alien races and and some of the the story. I mean, look, I'm I got to admit, like I'm not a very demanding audience when it comes to books. Like as long as it holds my attention, like I like trashy action books and. And uh, violence and stuff like that. So this game's got the, the book's got plenty of that. So uh, I can definitely definitely recommend it. <laughs> cool. Uh, and uh, I'm so looking forward to Mass Effect. I mean, you could tell I'm I'm reading a goddamn book about a game. I I don't I've never done that before. So and what are you gonna do when the game doesn't live up to the hype? It it's it's got to on that. It it just what if it to. doesn't? I think it will. The Bioware name is so strong. I mean, they have not let us down in a long time. I mean, I was looking back at, at their games, their review scores, and they're very solid. I I still stand by that Jade Empire is one of the best games on the Xbox. There you go. It was well reviewed. It was very well reviewed. I mean, it was just, very it well reviewed, but well. no one played it. <laughs> yeah, I was like one of three people that played that game. Okay, uh, moving on. Best in show. Uh, I'm giving it to Little Big Planet for the PS3, even though it's not coming out this year. I mean, I played it. Unlike Mass Effect, I was actually able to play it for, you know, 20 minutes or so. And I just had a shit-eating grin across my face the whole time. And then everything about this game just screams brilliance. So there you go. It's, and it's just it's, it's a totally different game than anything that we're used to. This is like people talk about Web 2.0. This is Game 2.0 where, you know, users are making the content. And it's so easy to do so. I expect that content to be good. I know you were worried about that wombat, but once you play it and see how easy it is to make a level, anybody could do it. An I eight, hope you're right. An eight-year-old could make a really good level. Like it's, eight-year-olds you need... could do a lot of things I can't do. Right. Like touch their toes. <laughs> or see their or see their toes. Hey. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, yeah. and uh, lastly, I have the worst E3 article. Um. And this, I did this last year too. Last year it was an article from Salon.com, I think it was, about the PS3. It was a, some stupid article about why the PSP is like worth selling all, not PSP, PS3 was worth like selling all your possessions to buy it, even though we knew nothing about it really. Yeah, but, I remember that, yes. So this year I am going with IGN's preview of Metroid Prime 3 uh, Corruption. And basically because the author, um, the guy's the the guy whose name must not be spoken or cannot be spoken because it's so long. Matt Casam- Voldemort. Yes, no, Matt Casam Casamassina. 
Him. He the subtitle of the article was in big bold letters. It plays better than any first person console game ever. Really. Now that's a pretty bold statement. Would you say, Wombat? Yes. And you would expect, after reading that headline, that somewhere in the article you might find some explanation to why this game is the best playing. But there isn't. First person console game ever. No. It just talks about, you know, how the game looks good and the controls are good, but, you know, nothing is made about, like, why this game is. You know, plays better than Halo or plays better than anything. It just it's just not brought up, and to me, it just seems like a headline thrown on there to draw page views. You know, so it'll get posted on Dig and people are like I don't know. It'll be on the back boards. of the game box, probably. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, I I just hate that shit. And you know, if you're gonna say something like that, you better back it up in your article. You better be real careful. And you uh, didn't do it. And he considers himself a real journalist. All right. He is a real journalist. Yeah. Well, that's debatable. that's my (laughs) E3 wrap-up. I really love the show this year. Uh, If they didn't change anything for next year, I would be there in a second. And check out the article on CAG. Baba Booey. All right. Are we done rehashing everything we talked about on the last show now? I think so. Okay, can we actually talk about new stuff now? Let's talk about, let's move on to Nintendo. We talked a little bit about uh, Nintendo already, but I have a few things I want to touch on. Uh, June was an awesome month for Nintendo. Their dominance continues across the video game universe. Four of the of the five top sellers in June belong to Nintendo, uh, the Wii and the DS. Mario Party 8 sold over 400,000 copies uh, just in June. I, I have a copy. It's amazing, Wombat. I mean, who would have thought that Mario Party 8 would be a huge seller? I don't know. Anything, yeah. You know, and going back to, to Metroid for a second, if I might, <laughs> and because I yes. just brought up Mario, you know, I'm sure part of the reason why Mario Party 8 is, or part of the big reason why Mario Party 8 is selling so well is because it has Mario on the box. That is probably a good reason, yes. If it was called Wii Party 8, I'm sure it wouldn't sell nearly as well. If it was called Wii Party 8 and it was made by Nintendo First Party, it would definitely sell well. Oh, it would? I think the number two proves that. What do you mean? Oh, okay. There you go. Number two is Wii Play with remote. But my point is like... No, no, no. I just ruined your whole theory. Okay, well, here's... You didn't ruin my theory. Game like Metroid... And I've talked... We've talked about this before. Remember? We did our Legend of Frank. yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, if this, the, this if also the, if the game was called something else, like right. uh, like a, a a new character or Mr. Potato Head Party. Yeah, I'm staring at my Mr. Potato Head. That's what I'm saying. That right, of course. You or are. if it was called Wombat Party. Right, my and mom same, would be the only person to buy that. Same with Metroid. I feel. I mean, the game is good. I I know the the recent Metroid games are good, and the old Metroid games are good, but I don't think they're. Worthy of, like, game of the year status, which is what a lot of people, uh, people are quick to throw that label on these games. You know, but before Resident Evil 4 came out, a lot of people were saying that about the Resident Evil franchise. Mm -hmm. People get attached, emotionally attached to these franchises, and it skews review scores upwards. I mean, look at the review scores for the, the last two Metroid games. They're really high. Like, crazy high. Metroid Prime, the first one, was pretty different and it was really good yeah you think it's worthy of like a 95 out of 100 
Um, I would have given it a solid nine. You would? Okay, so so maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't feel that I'm wrong that the The, the first names... Metroid on the GameCube is a pretty damn good game. I never actually played through the second one, so I can't really give an educated I couldn't uh, get into them. It. I just couldn't but I get into through the... that game, and it was pre- it's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. See, I couldn't get into it for some reason. Maybe I'll give it another try with the Wii. I... Regardless, I definitely think that these names, you know, drive the review scores up. I mean, maybe it's you could the same thing could be said about a, a, about Halo and Grand Theft Auto and yeah, Metal but Gear I feel Solid. Like, nah, what but if I Metal feel Metal Gear Solid Four. Was okay, called, Metal Gear. Uh, yeah, that's true you know, too. Creepy looking old dude with an eye patch. Four. I just feel like there's undue pressure set upon game reviewers to score these games higher because of the name on the box. That that's really my point. But like what, what I'm not I'm saying that their games are bad. Is that there hasn't been that type of rebellion yet in the game journalist arena, the game critic arena, where you know what? That's it. If the if the name on the box is something we're familiar with, then you automatically lose a point. I mean, isn't that only a matter of time? I don't, I don't it happens. So. It happens in film a lot. Well, where you know, you, is if it has a number two at the end of the title then the critic is already going in there assuming it's going to be worse than the last film. Yeah, there you go. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm sure these games are fine. I just, I feel like the review scores don't necessarily match up. I'm not saying that the games aren't good, but I don't know. Reviewers are swayed, I think, by their, their love of a franchise and their, you know, the excitement around it. Anyway... The rest of this top five list, uh, the other two games from Nintendo are, are the Pearl and Diamond Pokemon games for the DS, which together sold over half a million copies in June, which is just amazing. I mean, it's inc- They're good incredible. Games. Incredible. Uh, moving on, Reggie in an interview with, I think it was MTV, says the Wii has a big surprise coming in September. What do you think that could be? I have no idea. It could I'm sorry. Be something that, stupid, probably, but the, you know. The interview was with Gamehead, not with, uh, not with MTV. But yeah, I don't know what it could be. It can't be anything that good, right? Yeah, probably not. I mean, what could it be? Reggie Mees for everybody. There you go. That wouldn't be a big surprise. Uh, Cheesy Poofs wrote in, and he wants to know if we, if I can give a Hajime no Ippo uh, for the Wii update. Which is the boxing game, the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for the week. Here's the update. I'm not playing it ever again because it's terrible. Oof. It's just like why the controls, the motion controls don't work, and that's why I bought the game. So I'm not playing it anymore. Uh, it is coming to the USA though, so you can experience the terrible motion controls for yourself. Uh, I forgot when this year, I believe. Okay, I'll keep an eye open. Uh, slain with a four instead of an A. Wants mm-hmm. to know if uh, we have any Pokemon updates. Are we still playing the game? How far are we? How many hours have we spent on the game? And he I'm not goes very up. far, but I played a couple of, I guess, you know, that weekend when I was away. See, when I have to go away to my in-laws, yep. that's when the DS becomes the greatest invention ever made. Yes. And so, oh, I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> I'm working. Even I can't get away with that if I pull out the yeah. DS. I'm working. Yeah, why not, right? Well, usually I'm on the can, so I really am working. <laughs> she, hears, she does hear grunting, so it sounds like... Uh, yeah. uh, he's, uh, uh, Slane yeah. says that he's spent 248 hours on Pokemon Diamond. Yeah, I'm not even close to that. That's, yeah, I haven't played it recently. I'm back on Hotel Dusk, actually. Uh, I'm sure I'll go back to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much more for Nintendo. 
Okay, let's move on to the next one. You're the one in a hurry. I know. Uh, We've got a new firmware update for our PS3s, Wombat. I know. I haven't upgraded yet. I need to do that tonight. 1.9 is out, uh, and PSP is going on to 3.52. I checked out the PS3 update. The first thing that I noticed Mm -hmm. was that you no longer need to connect your controller via the USB cable. Yeah. Which is like, thank God. I mean, that was getting pretty annoying. However, the update still takes, you know, around five minutes. Well, I leave mine plugged in anyway. I mean, not the controller plugged into the the console, but the cable. The cable. It's just sticking out in the front. I did. That's what I used to do, but then it gets hard to to close my uh, my little cabinet there. Well, yeah, see that. I don't have that problem. I don't understand why Xbox 360 has like you know they'll do one update, they'll do like two updates a year, right? Mm -hmm. And they take you know about thirty seconds. From start to finish, you know, between like the downloading and rebooting and everything. Yeah. Sony has one every two weeks and they take like five minutes. Well, I don't know. More it's stuff. Not, I'm just, you know, by the way, this is not Sony hate. I'm just telling you facts. This is how it is. Uh, the big addition that I could see besides the fact that you don't have to connect your controller is that you can now have custom wallpaper. That's cool. Which is cool. Uh, I didn't have that many photos on there, so I... I, I have no photos on mine, so it's you know really doesn't impact me at all. But I have I have a very Japanese photo of cherry blossoms and a uh, a Japanese Japanese schoolgirl. Not a Japanese schoolgirl, just a gate. You know, one of those like orange gates and uh, cherry blossoms. And a Japanese schoolgirl. I will be sw- upgrading to a RoboCop wallpaper, and it's very cool that you can just add that. Unlike Xbox, are you going to get the new RoboCop DVD? If it's on Blu-ray, I'll get it. I don't think it's on Blu-ray. I think it's just a special edition no, version. I think, that, I think they are coming out with a Blu-ray version. I are they? That. Somebody sent me a message about it. I get anytime there's any RoboCop news, my PM box uh, is updated pretty quickly. So I, I, I don't have to actively seek out any RoboCop news. It just comes to me now. I see. So... Yeah, so that's yeah, and that's and that was pretty much it. You can now I think you can you can sort the the games and stuff. You know how like it lines up the games and oh, videos. I can I can uh, cha- rearrange the order. I and whatnot. think I mean think you can just sort them. I couldn't figure out how to like custom rearrange them, but I don't know how helpful that is anyway. But I mean at least Sony's, you know, improving, making improvements. There you go. But the big one that we're waiting for is, you know, can I access the uh, the uh, my friends list during games and stuff like that? That would be nice. That I don't think, nice. although I have like ten people on my. And full custom soundtrack support in every game. I think now they have it in... The ability, I think, has always been there. It's just up to the developers to include it or not or something like that. It's unclear, really, what the real story is, but all I know is that it works on every game on Xbox 360. Cool. Um, The big news this week from Sony was the Metal Gear Solid event that took place in Tokyo, which I did not go to. Which turns out to be a good thing because I was just able to watch the video in high def anyway, like everybody else. So I saved myself some trouble. I watched it. What would you think? I mean, I thought it was pretty impressive. It's very impressive looking. Yes. It's very weird as well. It's a little, you know what it is? It's, you know, and I'm sure people are going to just, you know, go nuts on me for this anyway. But and this has been my problem always with Metal Gear. There's always two things about, about Metal Gear that I've never been a big fan of. The cutscenes have always been way too long. And they make no sense. I don't care about not making sense. They're just okay, way too long. Okay, too long, yeah. What else? 
And as you are very well aware, patience is not something I'm particularly known for. Right, right. And this game requires you to just stand there. <laughs> right. I didn't pay $60 to watch my character just stand there. There's also a lot of nut grabbing in the game, which was yeah, very I, awkward. Yeah, you, but you know, it's like, and in the, the demo that they showed to like emphasize the fact that they want your character to not move, you actually disguise yourself as a statue. And grab nuts. Grab other statues' nuts. And grab another statue's nuts. And you just stand there and don't move. And you watch other people walk around. And when they're gone, then you start walking around well, again. You know, that's and then a, you go to the next hallway game. and you wait for someone. You don't yeah, move. this had a lot more action in it, though. you got to admit. It, I mean, It did have more action than usual. And, uh, you know, the idea of sneaking up behind a guard and tranking them or, or, or uh, frisking them was actually pretty cool. Right. And, that, and then, of course, after he frisks the guy, he grabs his nuts. <laughs> and the guy passes out. Why, in a 15-minute demo, are there two instances of nut-grabbing? One a statue and one a real person. It just It's very strange. But the point is... And the, the game looks, mag was pretty cool. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, look, the point, two points. Japanese people are very strange. <laughs> and the second point is that this game is going to sell systems. It I will. Mean, and it looks phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. It, it looks, looks great. And it looks fun, looks too. I think it looks good. fun. I hope it is fun, and then, you know, and I'll probably wind up getting it anyway. But especially if the third person view is uh, previously, I didn't think the third person views in those games really worked that well. If they can make it work better in this game, well, it's that the would Resident be Evil Four view. Yeah, right that too. Shoulder. That yeah. too. Yeah, it looks the game looks great. We're definitely looking forward to it. I mean, what else? And and we're we're sort of very surprised why they didn't show it at E three like this. Why this presentation yeah. wasn't done at E three? Very strange. Okay, uh, this Thursday we're getting a Heavenly Sword demo. Woohoo! So we'll have some. We'll be able to talk about that next week. I, I've played the game a few times. I'm curious if this demo is going to be the same thing I've already played before, or something else. So something to look forward to. Uh, cool. Also, uh, uh, David Jaffe mm-hmm. is promising a big announcement on Friday. Calling all cars two. Do you know, I, just for fun, like after I, you know, put in the new firmware on my PS3, mm-hmm. I said, just for shits and giggles, let me load up Calling All Cars and see how many people are playing. So this was a Tuesday night. It was 10 minutes before 9 p.m. America time. Okay. Would you like to guess how many people were playing Calling All Cars? Two. Six. Six. Wow. So I don't think we're going to be seeing a Calling All Cars too. What we do know is that, quote-unquote, it's going to be a very, very big change in my work life, says Jaffe, and that it's probably not going to be Twisted Metal because he says, the game a lot of you guys think seem to think we're working on, we are not. And then he actually has the balls to say sorry to disappoint because we really do all want a new Twisted Metal. Right. Well, it's not balls. He's just, maybe he is sorry. to. Although if it was like War of the Monsters 2, I'd be all over that in about four seconds. Oh, there you go. Have you ever played War of the Monsters? I have. It was a good, fun game. That game is is balls out awesome. I'm I'm just going to keep saying balls ever since it came up in Metal Gear Solid, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Grabbing balls. Grabbing balls. That game is the grabbing balls. What is the subtitle of that game? Guns of Liberty or something? Which one? Sons of Liberty? No, Metal Gear. The new Metal Gear Solid Four. I don't know. Metal Gear Solid Four. Crazy old dude with an eye patch grabs nuts. I mean, it's the <laughs> nut grabbing. <laughs> nut grabbing fiesta. Nut- I think is the act. 
Okay. Yeah, that's so, the title of this show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of uh, European video game executives have been making some strange comments this week. Uh, the Sony Computer Entertainment of Europe had this to say about the uh, about a, U- a Euro price cut for the PS3. Yeah. So we thought if we reduced the price, we'd annoy a lot of people. I guess he's referring to the fact that you know he he would annoy the people who paid full price. Yeah. It's a pretty weird thing to say, though. Well, I think it's in the sense that it hasn't been out as long in Europe as it's been right. out here. Because he says and in the that, U.S. they've been going. And that it may be too soon to have a price. Yeah. Game. And, then, yeah. and it may, that does make sense to me. I hate to be the, be the, the guy who says it. I can right. understand where that it's That makes sense. It just, it's weird that he said that we'd annoy a lot of people. That's what people are You know, you've you got to be really careful. you got to choose your words carefully in in situation like this because yeah, you know. Not gonna, he will be annoying people, though. He'll be annoying the early adopters. Absolutely. The blogosphere, though, will just jump all over it, anything exactly. you say. And we will, too, to I a know, lesser extent. As, as you just did. Yes. You're a jerk. Okay. Um, there are rumors about what the Christmas season will hold for PS3 in terms of the different models available. Now, this guy who is the director of technical strategy for Xbox, uh, Andre, I need to buy a vowel. Vrignod. Vrignod? I think he's known as Osmondius. He has a blog. Oh, okay. Um, He is making a bet with the guy from Newsweek, the Newsweek blog. Yeah. And gay that Sony is going to have a $400 system by November. (laughs) N-Guy? Oh, it's N-Guy? I think so. Oh, N-Guy. Sorry. Sorry, (laughs) N-Guy. N-Gay is funnier, though. Yes. That's for sure. Uh, so he's saying he's betting and guy that there's going to be a four hundred dollar PS3, but and guy, I said and guy. Just, just read your damn article. There's going to be a four hundred dollar uh, PS3 by November, saying that they're going to remove Wi-Fi and the card reader and all backwards compatibility. All I'll right, find out. and it'll come with a smaller hard drive, forty forty gigs. And that'll be $400, and then there'll be a $500 system. The 80-gig unit will be $500. We'll see. All right. And speaking of price drops, well, actually, that's we'll save that for – well, let's talk about that now. There's also a rumor that the Xbox 360 is going to drop $50 in August. August 8th, uh, the Hollywood Reporter is citing an unnamed retail source – who says the 360 will drop by $50 on August 8th, but doesn't say which unit it will be, or if it'll be all units, or there's no specifics whatsoever. It's plausible. Sure, why not? It's not like the Hollywood Reporter is really making uh, crazy video game price drop claims on a regular basis. So Right. It could be. It could be true. I mean, retailers know what they're talking about, as we learned from the PS3. I mean, and I'm sure... Let's see. It's uh, we're gonna know very soon because Speedy nineteen sixty one is gonna have that ad in his hands yes. very soon. Yeah, and it is true. Like in a week. Yes, maybe I can get him to PM it to me first. There you go. Maybe. Okay, maybe. on to Microsoft. Everybody him, wants Speedy. to know. You heard. You me. heard him, Speedy. We'll we'll start calling you Red Arrow. <laughs> 
onto Microsoft Wombat. Everybody wants yes. to know about the status of my Xbox 360. Isn't it working? Ish. I yeah. Well, I've been feeding my Xbox 360 a a consistent diet of towels. I've done the towel trick now three times, because what it seems to happen is every you know about maybe five days after I do it, I'll get the red ring again, and then when I feed it more towels, it is comes back to life. So people have like been you know posting messages like cheapy you know, are you gonna buy another Japanese system core system? Are you gonna get this send this one to Microsoft to get repaired? And I think I'm just gonna continue with this towel stuff because is there any point in buying a a new system at the, you know right now? I think what you should do though is call one eight hundred my Xbox. Tell them the story how you you know Wombat. moved to Japan. Wombat, listen, what's what? I understand. What's the you point? Let me though? finish my. Story? I know what you're gonna say. They're gonna what so, so whatever. Say? So they send me a new system. That's not what I was gonna say. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want you to record the reaction of the person when you tell them that you want them to ship your coffin to Japan. Okay, that I'll do. <laughs> that I'll that do is too. all. Will you let me finish my damn sorry. sentence? You pain in my Wombat. ass. I am sorry. But here's I the just, thing, like, because you're gonna have to call some guy who's in Mexico. And tell him, well, yeah, I bought my console when I was living in the United States. Now I live in Japan. Wouldn't it my be better? It's broken. It's still under warranty. I'd like my coffin. And I can't wait to hear how many people you have to get through before someone decides to send you one. Well, or, or how they get out of it. Or, as my wife suggested, I call Xbox in Japan and just speak English. Because she thinks they'll, they'll find somebody who knows how to speak English. It doesn't matter who it is. Like, cause they don't they don't outsource their stuff to India, unlike Microsoft probably does. Yeah, they outsource their stuff to uh, Japan. Mexico. No, so they'll find somebody to speak English with me probably, and I'll be able to to explain my whole situation. So that might be more entertaining. Anyway, I think you my, should do both and see what you okay, get. Okay, there you go. The point is this though, Wombat. There's no reason to buy a new Xbox 360 because who's Not to when say you get the uh, the Joshua? What's what's the Joshua? The Falcon. Oh. It's war by the way, it's, it's Falcon, Professor Falcon. I know, but it's, it's anyway, not listen. as nearly as entertaining, right? The ones Would you like to play the, again? right, the the ones that you'll get now have just as big a chance as breaking as anything else. As my towel system, yeah, <laughs> because you sent yours into Microsoft to get repaired and it broke also. Yes, that and one, everyone yeah, has my like third one. So why even bother buying a new one at this point, or getting your old one repaired? If I can, you know, it's playable. I just have to, you know, feed it towels for twenty minutes once hey, a week. Whatever makes you happy. So I'm going to do that until they come out with a new system. So ranty today. I'm. I have a lot to say, Wombat. I'm going to. Hopefully, I'm not burned out by the time I have to go to BBC. Cheapies burrow. I'm sweating, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. I, well, so no, I. I have to close the window in here, otherwise it gets too. too yeah, my uh, windows noisy. close. My air conditioner's off though because Me I too. sit next to it. Oh, that's what I should have done. I should have turned the air conditioning on in the other room. Oh. Oops. Okay, moving on. Uh, I finished Call of Juarez, Wombat. And how was it? I I enjoyed the game. I know a lot of people really hated this game. They disliked it intensely, mostly because of the. The uh, levels that you play as Billy, who is like this stealth type guy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any problems with it. Like, I didn't get stuck on any of these levels or any of the platforming parts. I pretty much sailed through the game and I enjoyed it. I think 
that this game could have been pretty successful if they released it at a lower price point. Um, and I, I can recommend it as a rental, definitely. I mean, but then again, I'm, I ha- I'm throwing the caveat out there that most people that I've talked to just did not like this game, and I'm one of the few people that did. So there you go. I don't there know. I don't know what to tell you. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also picked up uh, The Darkness. See, I almost picked up The Darkness, but I didn't. But I'll let you go ahead first. I played the demo, so I'm, I'm assuming you played the demo, too. I did I did play the demo, too. And I enjoyed it so much that I went to Akihabara the next day, and I paid, I think I paid about $65 for the game. And is, is, it, about, is, is it worth it? It's it's pretty cool game. I mean, you know, you it's got a great sense of atmosphere and style, too. It's not on the level as Bioshock, uh, uh, but it does do a good job. Um, I'm not familiar with the comic at all, but it is pretty interesting. The story is is good so far. I heard it's sort of a short game. I don't know how, you know what that entails exactly. Probably like eight seven a- hours or something. Yeah, so I might be done with it by the time we have the next show. So maybe we'll talk more about it. And it does have a multiplayer mode. Uh, I'm sure it's not that popular, but it's a solid game. It's an you know I'm a fi- the reason why I like Call of Juarez too is like. Basically, I'm a, I'm a fan of any first-person shooter that is above average and maybe is not retreading something that's been overdone to death. So, like, we don't have that many Western first-person shooters. No. And you certainly don't have that many first-person shooters where you're a comic book character who can have, uh, you know, tentacles come out of him and, you know, stuff Do like that. tentacly stuff. Yeah, yeah, tentacles. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think we'll probably talk about more about that next week. Uh, Bomberman Live is a game uh, I've been playing a lot. You know, I want to talk about why I didn't pick up The Darkness. Oh, or, why? Why? Well, let me tell you why. And I don't know. This may be either a bad trend and maybe I should, we should not t- be talking about it. Or maybe this is something that uh, other game companies may want to think about more when they have competitions games coming out. Mm-hmm. And that is the the newly free Rainbow Six packs. Oh, it's breathed new life into that game it for you. It breathed new life into that game for me where I spent a majority of my Saturday playing uh, Terrorist Hunt on Rainbow Six on the new maps uh-huh. with uh, Shipwreck and uh, not Rotundra, but Rotundra's girlfriend. Gotcha. Really yeah, I good. heard about it. I learned about that on the CAG 4Play. Yes. Show. Really good. And we had a good time. And literally playing that game all day. And I'm like, why do I need to spend 60 bucks on the darkness when I have this game that I already purchased, but now I have new free stuff? There you go. Why spend $60 that I can do for free already? And it, it basically, 2K lost a sale because Ubisoft decided to make their packs free. Lost Planet just did the same thing. Yeah, but I don't have that game already. And I didn't yeah. really feel like. Picking it up just for free. I need maps. to finish that too, by the way. Yeah. I like that game. So, so there, there you go. go. Good point. Yeah, well, and while yeah. I'm on the uh while I'm doing a lot of bitching this show, let me let me continue. Please. With my bitching. So for the first time ever, mm-hmm. I purchased not only did I purchase a dashboard theme, but I purchased a gamer pick pack. Bomberman? No. Oh god. Transformers. Why? Because they have the Generation 1 Transformers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm a big nerd. All right? And plus, I wanted to purchase it. And, you know, then now it's something for me to talk about on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I bought, I went with the Decepticons desktop theme. Okay. And it looks awesome. It's really cool. It's got, you know, Megatron, Shockwave, Soundwave. Nice. And uh, Starscream. Okay. Very cool. But there's a problem, Wombat. Explain. If I'm paying $50 a year for Xbox Live. Yes. And now I just bought a dashboard theme for 200 points, 150 points. So it's like two bucks. Two bucks, Mm -hmm. right? Why yeah. are they why are they serving advertisements over my dashboard theme so I can't see Shockwave? Oh, like the big square advertisement to the side of your Yeah, like I don't give a shit about Sprite. Mhm. You know, I don't need to learn about Sprite. And these ads are so pointless because you can't even click on them most of the time and learn you more. You can't. You can't actually. And that actually bothered me cuz they had uh once they actually had up the E3 for all one over there, I'm like, oh, I can see what's new today. And I kept trying to move my thing over there and it wouldn't work. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So right. I can relate. But yes, why Sprite? Why ads there? If I'm if I'm a gold member, I should not have. I should not have ads. I should not have ads on my. Or, or put them somewhere else so they're not blocking my theme. It just yeah. that bugged me. That really bugged me. And I'm I'm not buying any more themes. This will be the only theme I buy because of that. It's just it's it's silly. It's very silly. Yeah. I, I understand. Like I think though. you have a good point, actually. Okay. There you go. Uh some Microsoft news, some executive we, we, news. We didn't talk about Bomberman yet. Oh, we didn't, right. No. Bomberman Live is awesome. First yeah, of all. it's pretty for the online play, it's awesome. The single player is just you know, multiplayer, but with bots, it's, so it's very boring. Single player. Now let's let's put let's call out this game. What it is? Game is a lot of fun to play with a lot of people, but not because of the game itself, but because playing with a lot of people for some reason tends to make the game infinitely more fun. Especially a game like this, which is, you know, it's it's sort of pick up and play. It's not the most complicated. It's a you know, it's easy to learn but difficult to master. It like a like Othella. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I I love this game in college. I played the shit out of this game in college, and I I still retain some of my skills, so I do pretty well when I play. My only complaint is that once you set up a lobby, you can't change any of the game settings without kicking everybody and creating a new room. That is true. They need to fix that. That's very annoying. But that's my only complaint. Well worth the ten dollars. Uh, and it's it's annoying. My other complaint is that it's annoying to get all the different costumes because you have to do it in single player. Yeah, and I've gotten a good amount of them, though. Okay, But anyway, we recommend Bomberman Live. Yeah, I did. I played the crap out of that, too, this weekend. I actually played a lot of Gameage in the last week. Excellent, excellent. Mostly Bomberman and uh, Rainbow Six. but uh, And Rainbow Six Thursdays is the best thing ever. For those who haven't been uh What is the best thing ever? Rainbow Six Thursdays. Oh, Thursdays. Yeah, that is fun. I've been doing that. Yeah, well, that's because I told you you had to. Right. <laughs> I didn't know I had to, but you, you anyway. You have to. Yeah, we're going to start getting game nights more organized, I think, uh, using There's the There's a cat- really good thread about it in the uh, Xbox 360 uh, forum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to some Microsoft news, mostly dealing with their different executives. So, Peter Moore is leaving Microsoft for EA. Yes. And the reason he's given is that his family wants to live in California. And a bigger house. <laughs> and he needs a bigger <laughs> house. He needs He needs a Ferrari. Is what he needs. Like, or a no second f- one, probably. Basically, what it comes down to is it's not fun to drive a Ferrari around uh, Washington State. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need hills. You need you need hills. You need the the top down. You know, 
That's what mm-hmm. it comes down to. And family, too. Yes. He said, you and, know, Washington State's great, but there aren't enough Asians and homosexuals. When I was at E3, I tried pranking different people, pretending to be I was pretending I was Peter Moore. <laughs> so, like, I called up. Uh, I call, I tried it on two people. I tried it on Ron Workman from Destructoid and Chris Grant from Joystick. So I was like, hello, Ron. It's Peter. And he's like, hi. I'm like. Ron, uh, I'm wondering if you want to come up to me hotel room and uh, polish me knob. <laughs> come up to me hotel room? Does he shine boots when he's not working for EA? <laughs> like, come up I'm to chi- me hotel room? <laughs> crikey. Shine- crikey. I'm a, I'm a chimney sweep. <laughs> sweep your chimney, governor. Blacken your boots. <laughs> shine your boots for for two bits. Uh, so he didn't really fall for it. He just hung up on me. And uh, when I tried calling Chris Grant... Uh, he had my phone number in his cell phone, so he was like, hey, Cheapy. <laughs> no, this isn't Cheapy. It's Peter Moore. <laughs> right. And <laughs> oh, it's me, Peter Moore. I now work for EA. I know a lot about American football. <laughs> right. Okay. So I think we've... <laughs> that's, that's a raucous scrum you got there, American <laughs> football player. Crikey. Crikey. He's not Australian. He's not? Oh, he's British? No. Yeah, Whatever, whatever it's all the same. <laughs> Bangers and mash, sir. Right. <laughs> polish me knob. American football. So okay, does that mean it. you don't want to polish me knob, then? <laughs> Bloody you know, where hell. where I come from, we call soccer football. And we call penis a bellend. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on, uh, did you hear about this Jeff Bell thing on NeoGAF? No, but uh, you're going to tell me about it. I guess uh, some of the guys on NeoGAF were saying, or maybe one guy was more vocal than others, saying that Jeff Bell didn't do a great job during the E3 press conference for Microsoft. Okay. And I guess maybe the argument was a little heated, which resulted in Jeff Bell PMing the guy, sending him a message, telling him, or asking him, and your contribution to society is what? And then, of course, or mistakenly so, one of the uh, moderators or someone at NeoGAF basically confirmed that this was Jeff Bell based on, I guess, the guy's email address. And I say mistakenly so because you probably shouldn't do that if it's, you know, if you want these guys to continue to post on your site, you probably <laughs> shouldn't be confirming yeah, people, their identity. Now people are talking about it. Yeah, but that doesn't make Jeff Bell look good. Yeah, well, that's because he sounds like a douchebag. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, I don't think, you know what, personally, I think all fair is love and war on a message board. I don't think that that was particularly out of line. What is that guy's contribution to society? Exactly. What is Jeff Bell's contribution to society? Well, there you go. He, the guy could have wrote him back, wrote back and said that. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't think there's anything particularly wrong uh, about it. I mean, I think back, it goes, I am a male nurse. I help save people's lives in emergency situations. How's the video game business? That's right. <laughs> that's, that's totally true. I mean, I just, yeah, it makes him look a little jerky, but I don't think it's uh, anything other than that. It's anything particularly wrong about it. It's just, he does have to take special care though of, <laughs> of what he does. Yes. Anyway. Uh, and then in an other Euro executives uh, with foot and mouth disease. <laughs> American uh, football. Right. No, this is a different guy. <laughs> I know. I just like saying that now. 
um, this particular guy, Chris Lewis, Lewis is uh, Microsoft Xbox VP in Europe. Um, mm-hmm. Goes on to say how the three-year warranty uh, is a very positive message for the consumer. And that it gives them a th- an advantage over the competition. The fact that we're now ahead of this thing will heighten people's levels of confidence in terms of the Xbox 360 purchase. Well, you know, when life hands you lemons. <laughs> you got to make lemonade, yeah. I'm sure no one's going to be thinking about why they're offering a three-year warranty. And I'm sure most, I mean, everybody knows that the 360s are made of, 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 uh, Paper you know, mache wa- and dog feces. Mach- yeah, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got now. I got friends in Japan who are coming to me and saying, "I'm getting the Red Ring of Death." And I thought they made shit better in Japan because they have a more discerning audience. But I guess the that's not the case no. on that. All right, Wombat, it's time for your game to, for you to play your game, which is called Guess My Secret. In 20 questions. Okay, Wombat? If you can guess my secret in 20 questions, okay. then you will win the video game of your choice. And they have to be yes or no questions? They're yes or no questions. And you're so, going to keep track of how many questions I ask? I will. Okay, is it is it a video game related secret? No. Is it a, a personal life related secret? Yes. Does it involve your wife? Yes. Uh, does it involve your wife's work schedule? Mm, yes. Does it involve your wife biologically? Yes. Does it involve you having to get a real job at some point? No. Wow. Oh. Thank God, no. <laughs> Does it involve an addition to the Chibi family? Yes. Does it involve a human addition to the Chibi family? <laughs> yes. Is Mrs. Chibi expecting? Yes. That's a pretty big secret. There you go. You Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Coming in October. And by the and way... The- yeah. Stay-at-home dad, full-time job. Well, that's okay. I got plenty of free time. I know. That's a full-time job, though. That's Congratulations. That's okay. Thank you. Thank that's you. That's awesome. So, How long has it been? It's been a while. She's due in October. She's due at the end of October. Wow. So it's very You've kept that secret for a long time. I did. I did. I did. And it's, uh, it's a boy. Really? Yep. Thank God. Strong Not thank like God. Bull. Yeah. It would yeah, be fun. You'd be happy. But boy, it'd be more fun, yeah. Wow. So that's my secret, Wombat. You win. What game do you want? I don't know. I have to think about it now. (laughs) Okay, you can think about it. No rush. No rush. There you go. So that's the big news. Now I have to think about what I'm going to send you. You don't have to send me anything. I have to send the baby something. Send weed. I don't think the baby's going to want that. Oh, oh, for the baby? For the baby. Screw it. The baby is not going to know anything. (laughs) Baby gets presents. So, you get nothing. Uh, the baby gets presents. That's my secret. That's why I, I want to go to Penny Arcade uh, next month, but to the I Penny it. Arcade Expo, but I can't. I just, I don't, you know, it's not good to leave your pregnant wife alone for a week. <laughs> Unless it's for, E3. For E3, I, you know, that I was able to swing, but I ain't gonna, I wasn't gonna able to swing <laughs> Penny Arcade Expo two months in a row, you know? Yeah, and now we know why your uh, mother-in-law was there last week. Yeah, that's, yeah, she was keeping 
keep it Mrs. GP company. Mm. So very nice. That's my secret. How are you going to pay your rent when she's on maternity leave? She gets paid. Oh, well, there you go. I make money. Why, why do people think that I don't make money? <laughs> I make a nice living doing But I know it's really hard to believe, but I make a nice living doing this. Well, that's because you don't pay me. That's usually I, my, uh, I make sense. way more money than I should make. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay? It's just people like to make a joke like I'm a kept man. I mean, I am a kept man because <laughs> I, I don't speak the language and I rely on Mrs. GB for a lot. Everything, yeah. And she does make more money than me. There's no yes. question about it. Every time I start to make more money with Cheap Ass Gamer, she gets a new job and like gets more money. So I I can't keep up. Um, <laughs> but you do get a you get uh, a month of maternity leave before you're due and two months after. Oh, very cool. Paid paid maternity leave. Nice. That's a good that's a good deal. So there it is. That's my secret. On to some game shopping news. Sure, I guess. We'll just go right to... It's big news. Well, I don't know. What am I sp- What else am I supposed to say? I don't know, but it's pretty shocking. You should have saved that for the end, though. Oh, I should have? Yeah. Well, I was trying to break up the monotony of the video game industry. Like, That's okay. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little shocked. I'm, <laughs> I'm bringing I'm up the monotony of the yeah. video game industry with the monotony of my personal life. There you go. It's not so monotonous. Right, right. They so uh, how, do, how are uh, your parents? They were very excited. My parents uh, were very excited about the news, but you know they're so far away. I'm going to say that they can't really be. Uh... They should move to California, because then it's a shorter plane ride. There you go. They'll do that tomorrow. Or Vancouver would be good. What about it's Hawaii? Even Hawaii would be even better. I know. It's even shorter. So yeah, big news, Wombat. Big news. Very nice. Okay, on to the shopping news. We also have big news. Uh, I just want to mention, let's see, I want to mention a couple things. Uh, thanks to Speedy1961, of course, for giving us the hookup on uh, next week's ad. So this is uh, starting July 29th. There is an awesome deal at Circuit City. Wombat. It's yes. ridiculously awesome. Save $20 with the purchase of any two Xbox Live accessories. $20 and up. So basically what this amounts to is a buy one, get one free on 1,600 point cards. Now, that is, that's accurate that you can do yes, that. Yes. Because okay, that's it's, considered it's, an Xbox Live accessory. It's listed in the ad specifically. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. So, man, I hope I can order these on the website to my parents' house. I hope I, I can I, get to uh, – yeah, I hope I can get to a circuit before up. they're all gone. Yeah, because I'm just going to order – I don't know. I'm going to buy five and get five free. I mean – Shit. I'll see if I can order them for in-store pickup is really what it comes down to. They make good prizes, too, so maybe yeah, I'll order more. Yeah. I'll order them all. I don't care. There you go. Uh, so that's one thing. Uh, Rock Band. Amazon has posted, and this is certainly not a confirmed price, but they are saying $200 for the Rock Band collection. That that's includes everything. A guitar, a microphone, drums, and the game. For almost the price of a Wii. Yeah, and that's coming November 20th. There's some confusion about whether the 360 version is a wired or wireless guitar. I emailed Amazon. They haven't written me back yet, uh, which is weird. So it makes me guess that they don't know. Um, But we'll see. I I tell you one thing. A lot of CAGs are jumping on this. Jumping on this pre-order. Many have ordered already. I get to see the number. 
Um, and for a game that's $200 and that's not out for several months, I was very impressed with the number of people that have ordered already. So that just tells me this game is going to sell shit tons come, <laughs> uh, come November. I mean, if CAGs are buying a $200 game uh, several months out, then this means that this is going to be a, a big success. Cool. Uh, also, uh, Game Quest Direct is a website that we've had some issue with in the past uh, in terms of a little bit of shadiness that has gone on by some of their employees. But they have contacted me. They want to win the CAD community back by offering us uh, exclusive deals, our choice of deals. Basically, they're really willing to work hand-in-hand with us to to, uh, get some good promotions going. I've got a thread going in the the shopping discussion forum. If you want to contribute uh, your opinion about whether we should move forward or not, it seems like almost everybody, I don't think there's been any negatives yet. Uh, people say, go for it. All right. Cause worst case scenario is, you know, you, you just you don't, don't buy anything. For you don't buy anything. Exactly. Okay. Uh, on to the news blast. A few items. CJC or Jeff, what's his name? Jeff Vesey. Is, is that his the, name? He was the creator of GameFAQs. Yeah, he's not I wish the owner I of that. He's not the owner anymore. He because he sold to, to GameSpot. Oh, VAC is his name. Yeah. Uh, he sold it to yeah to CNET. Yeah. Uh, and back in 2003, uh, he is retiring or uh, moving on, so to speak. Now I'd love to have him on the CADcast. I wonder like. If I could find out how to contact him, I would just love to talk to him about Maybe he listens. Maybe. It sounds like he's tired of video games, though, so maybe he doesn't listen. Well, you know, he's been working it for uh, over a decade now, and he made a nice bundle of cash from it, I'm sure. You know what the sad thing is, though? I think he sold out for way too little. Yeah, you think he should have hung in there a little longer? Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't know exactly how much he got because... According to CNET's financial report reports for that uh, back in 2003, mm-hmm. they bought uh, Game uh, GameFAQs and two other websites for $2.2 million. Oh, yeah. Then no, definitely didn't get enough. So he didn't get all of that. And I mean, he could have gotten – I'm sure he got the majority of that because I've never heard of those other two websites. And they're totally unrelated. I guess he got between one and one and a half million. Which, I mean, is nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at, certainly. But you're talking about... And then I'm sure they've paid him a salary to continue working there. I was going to say, and he kept on with the site, and who knows what other kind of uh, incentives he got along with that, but... Uh... Might, yeah, that's true. He could have had some incentives. But this, you're talking about a top 300 website on the internet. Yeah. Okay? They... And a game like this, like, it just... The, they make a lot of money, I'm sure, from ads. Mm-hmm. It's a very valuable website because all that content they have, you know, all those facts, I mean, that comes along with the purchase. I'm sure he could have gotten five times, you know, what he did actually receive. So I wonder if he's got regrets. Uh, I I wonder if I'm way off base here. I'd really like to talk to him and uh, get him on the show. If anyone knows him, shoot him an email on our behalf and see if he can make it happen. Uh, also in the news, Silicon Knights, the the company that's currently developing Two Human, mm-hmm. is suing Epic over the Unreal Engine three and the fact that it just doesn't really work or it's an incomplete product. 
Now, that's the engine they're supposed to be using for Too Human? Yes. And that's why they're saying Too Human isn't very good? Well, I don't think they're saying that it's not very good. I think they're just saying that that uh, Epic has de- has not delivered a complete product or working product in the Unreal Engine 3. So, I mean, the, you look at the big picture, you see, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what it comes down to. But I just thought that was interesting. Uh, and lastly, before we move on to the CAG bag, uh, EA has signed a big ad deal with Massive Inc., the company that is owned by Microsoft. So you can look forward to seeing dynamic changing ads in the 2008 sports lineup from EA. Only uh, on at- your uh, 360 and PC versions. Oh yeah, look at that! Don't uh, don't put your cart before your horse, my friend. I didn't even notice that, and skate as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know because it's a Microsoft product, you can't have in-game ads on a non-Microsoft based console, right? Through Massive. Oh, interesting! Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Forget I have a friend in that business. Huh? Look at that! All right, we're always learning something new on the Catcast, Wombat. There you go. Okay, let's move on to the CAG bag because I am sweating and I have to take a shower and (laughs) I hope I have enough time. Okay, Lord Bovine says, Cheapy, I just read your E3 article on the front page and I am baffled at how you can say Nintendo won best in show. Sure, they are making great progress for the gaming industry as a whole, but for a company to boast so much about its success and then turn around and give us little more than the balance board is slightly ironic. We We all know Nintendo's track record on gimmicky peripherals. And I don't see how six months after its release, the balance board will be any different. What is your reasoning behind giving Nintendo best in show when they release things like this? Now, look, I didn't give them best in show. I said that they had the best press conference. There's a big difference. I think that they had the most compelling press conference uh, in terms of success going forward. You know, they certainly have success and their success currently is a big part of that, certainly. But I also think the balance board will do very well in Japan. And I don't see any reason why the Wii isn't going to continue to sell really well. They've do- they are doing enough to push the Wii going forward. I certainly do not think that they are best in show. And I, you know, I didn't mention any of their games as being such. But I just think that their press conference was the best in a admittedly weak crop. All right. Uh, Gentle Gamer says, Cheapy, you generally had a very positive view of the new E3 in many aspects. Have you listened to the EGM 1UP guy's take on it, which is pretty negative? If so, what do you think accounts for the differences in what you and they experienced? Uh, I have not listened to it, but maybe they didn't plan their schedules well. I mean, when I was planning my schedule, I had a map open and I could see exactly how far apart the hotels were from each other. So I made sure to set those appointments up so that they, you know, I wouldn't set up two appointments right on top of each other that uh, where I had to walk 20 minutes to get from one hotel to the next. And also, like, uh, you know, these guys are all from California, and I think probably a, a 15 to 20-minute walk for them is something that they're not used to. You know, for people like Wombat and I, it's nothing. Exactly. I mean, you walk, you probably, you walk to work? No, you can't. I don't walk you, all the way to work. I walk No, because you're downtown. Far, though. You got to yeah. remember, I'm out all day. I'm walking around all day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you probably walk. I walk. At, I think I know. I took a pedometer with me once. I walk about eight to ten miles a day. Wow. So, and people in New York, you know, they're used to that stuff. And I, I continue to, to do a lot of walking in Tokyo. And I think it's just a different lifestyle, and be, maybe not the best planning. 
on there their part. Go. My uh, legs are made out of steel, by the way. Of course steel they are. Steel legs. <laughs> okay. Uh, I could crack sp- walnuts with my thighs, just for the record. Yeah. Okay, Frisky Tanuki <laughs> says... I'm going to only read one. He has many questions. I'm only going to take one of them. Uh, have you have both of your opinions on Rock Band changed since you poo-pooed the early hype on Keg? How do you think it will do compared to Guitar Hero 3 in the fall? Now, we remember, we didn't poo-poo the game. We sort of poo-pooed the hype because we didn't know anything about it. And already people were, you know, selling off their firstborn son to, uh, to purchase the game. Uh, yes. But... Having played the game, and now you guys are all able to see, uh, you know, almost all the details about the game. Uh, I'm very hyped up for it, and I think it will do very well compared to Guitar Hero Three. Um, if they can, if EA can get the word out that this is, you know, much more than what Guitar Hero is, and I think they certainly have the resources to do so, then they will sell a lot of them. Uh, outside of just like the the hardcore gamers, and I think they'll be very successful on the downloadable content, and they'll make a lot of money from that. I, you know, it's a uh, it's hard guitar, to yeah. say how because Guitar feel Hero about has it. the brand, you know. It's not even that. It's do I really want to spend another hundred, two hundred dollars? You don't on though. You don't need. Rhythm? But you don't need to spend all that because you can play online with other people. So, like, if you're not interested in the drums, don't buy the drums. And if you just want – you already have a guitar, so just guitar, buy the game. So just buy the damn game. You can just buy the game and, you know, your friend can have the drums. A lot of people are complaining like, oh, my God, this game costs $200 or, or more because we don't really know. It doesn't cost that much. It costs $60 and up depending on what you're interested in, you know. And you can play the game with your friends online or, you know, maybe your friend – who your local friend buys the drums and you buy the and you know you buy the you already have a guitar. I don't I have mean, local friends. Well, me neither, but probably people. Some of our listeners do. So One or two. It, the game doesn't cost two hundred dollars. I'm sort of sick of reading that. You know, it's not like Steel Battalion where the two hundred you had are, to pay. Are you sure you're not having uh, rock bands, baby? <laughs> I'm not. I just it's it's going to be a fun game. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to I'll probably buy the drum thing if I can get it over here. I mean, I'll pl- I'll keep my it. guitar. I'll play with you online. It's going to be hard to get that drum thing. It's going to cost a fortune to mail that over here. Good luck. Okay. Um Mackler Shed says, "Cheapy uh and Wombat, how do you re- how do you respond to the rumors that E3 will be held in Las Vegas next year and will supposedly be a mix of a consumer expo of years past and a trade expo like this past year?" Now, that's one of his questions. So let's answer that one first. Um you know, I like the small E3. I think I've said it a million times. I would just prefer they kept it exactly the same as much as I, you know, I think it would be fun to meet some of the, you know, the cheap ass gamers who are outside of the game industry. But it was just great to be able to meet. I feel like I was able to be more efficient this year. There you and go. I think that more people means less efficient to me. Uh, I can also understand wants, that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't. I don't miss the glitz of last year. I don't care. I'm not going there to see a booth, a Scarface booth that recreates the Scarface Mansion. I don't really care about that. I'm going there to meet people and see video games, play some know? demos, and play games. Yeah, that's it. 
Okay, uh, he also wants to know what we think of Sony's home, and will it give Xbox Live a run for its money? I, you know, Sony's home is very impressive. I'm not in the beta, so I, I never tried it, but from the videos I've seen and from what I've heard of people who are in the beta, it's looking pretty cool. And if they can integrate everything nice and tight in, like friends lists and cross-game invites and all that Other good stuff, stuff yeah. some sort of the achievement, an achievement type system, I mean, definitely it'll give Xbox Live a run for its money, especially since it's free. You know, and it just it looks like a lot. It looks like it could be fun. I like stupid shit like that. I like especially free stupid know, shit. I like chat rooms and things like that. Yeah. I know. Um. Okay. And the question solely for me: uh, After seeing the games at E three this year, who do you think has the leg up in the coming year in the console wars? Coming year. So he means two thousand eight wombat or this year. Two thousand two thousand three. 2007, I would assume. Okay, 2007, Xbox 360, no question. If, I, if you ask me, someone says, I don't have any console, and I'm going to buy one next month, I got to say go Xbox. Well, I'm going to say broken, Yeah, I'm going to say wait for the what, Xbox 360 that works, and then buy that. So that should be you know, in a month or so, probably. Uh, they just have the most best games coming out. PS3's got a lot of potential coming down the line. But still, I don't think there's a compelling reason to own a PS3 now. I mean, Wombat, you own a PS3. Would yes. do you disagree with that? No, I and I like my PS3. You and like actually, it, but it, can but... you? If someone comes to you and says, "Look, I have, I have money to buy one console," it's, what are you going to tell I'm going to say get a 360. Okay, I mean, it's just I. This can I anticipate that this you know that the the playing field will change uh, by the middle of next year. But there's just not that many games coming out for the PS3 that you can't get elsewhere. I mean, you got Layer, you got Ratchet and Clank coming out this year, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think. And, and Killzone not, is Killzone coming so, out this year? Uh, I think so. All right. Well, we'll see about Killzone. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I still, I, I still have to recommend the 360 overall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hey, Thadwit wants to, wants to know, uh, Chibi, I read that you commented that the Halo 3 model Xbox 360 was significantly quieter than normal. Do you think they will have the new chips? I refuse to buy a 360 until the new chips are in it. Uh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good, uh, idea as we just talked about. You know, someone brought it up, the point to me that the Halo 3 demo that was running probably was running off the hard drive, which would make the 360 sound quieter than running yeah. off the disc but i'm sure they'll have the new chips I, the new chips are coming very soon microsoft can't afford to be making xbox 360s that don't work <laughs> anymore they're they're coming very soon and i'm sure that they'll be out well before the halo 3 model comes out okay uh, oh g shocker this is a good question i forgot i put that put that here uh, wondering, <laughs> wondering if either of you, okay, if Cheapy is going to be grabbing the latest rail fan for PS3. I guess it was just announced as being launched in Japan in the fall, but I know Play Asia has it already. Driving the Shinkansen in Taiwan should be pretty cool. Wish they would offer a version in Japan as well. And when will Wombat get his first taste of rail fan? Well, good news, everybody. Uh, remember I mentioned uh, my party this weekend earlier in the show? Yes. Well, Maurice from Play Asia is coming. Really? 
He's going to be here. He's not coming to Japan just for the party. Oh, okay. He'll be, I was here. Say, He'll wow. be here for business. But he's. Uh, I invited him to the party. Of course, it's just great timing. And uh, he always asks me if there's anything I should bring you from Hong Kong. And Real I always say, fan. and always I say, yes, bring weed. <laughs> so this time, when he asked me, he said, "Is there anything I can bring you besides weed?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, the new rail fan looks pretty good, and it, it has English. I believe it's got full English support, unlike the old rail fan." So, so this, is a, this is a party. It's not like a baby shower. It's not a baby shower. Okay. Have you it's registered? A, no, we don't. We're not doing. Huh? It's, you should. Do, you should register. I, I, I don't know if that flies in Japan. Well, whatever. Anyway. uh... Yeah, maybe the CAGs can want to buy mini cheapy uh, something, <laughs> some video game related mini baby cheapy. stuff. So, yeah, Railfan is on the way. I'll have it on Saturday. There you go. Okay. Evil Twin says, Hey, Cheapy, I have some bones to pick with you, bones to pick with you guys. Those U2B3 wrap ups seem kind of selfish. You get to demo all these games, meet with developers, and meet all the guys from the other sites, and all we get is a bald head white guy doing a jet-lagged marijuana-induced wrap-up? You could have videotaped your E3 experience, or you could have set up a temporary E3 blog full of pictures and video. Well, okay. First of all, none of those videos were marijuana-induced. Jet-lagged, yes. There were no drugs involved in the making of those videos. Um... It was. It's difficult to do that. It sounds easier than it sounds. Like to videotape everything. A lot of times they don't want you videotaping in these demonstrations. Yes, I definitely could have done more. That is true. If I had somebody with me to help me, I would have done so. I did oh, take that, a few. Was that a, a jab no, at me? No, I'm just saying. It's like it's the fact. Like someone's got to videotape me, right? Like it's it's no fun for me just to videotape stuff if i'm not in the video as that's that's what i think no you're um, right and as full as pictures you know there's plenty of pictures out there you know my pictures aren't going to look any different than anyone else's so you're definitely right but traveling solo it was sort of hard and you know i was pretty busy uh you know with appointments and such uh he also uh what else we got know, what else we got uh, Kaiju fan says he doesn't didn't know that we were Battlestar Galactica fans, and he wants to know when we started watching. I just wanted to mention, use this as an excuse to mention that I just started purchasing episodes off of iTunes. So we talked previously how I was BitTorrenting them, but I can't. I'm having a tough time finding season three, and iTunes is certainly very convenient, and. Uh, I like me some Battlestar Galactica. We love it. Me and the wife love it. We started watching maybe two months ago, and we've already watched the first two seasons. So, Wombat, you should get in on that. Okay, I'll add it to my list. It's really good. No, it's really good. I know. It's, it doesn't have Lauren Green in it, though. It's hard to get into. It's, It's got uh, Stan and Deliver guy. Edward <laughs> James, James Almost. almost yeah, yeah he's, he's awesome. It's so good. He is badass. Watch it. All right, you want to wrap it up, Wombat, so yeah, I can take a shower can, and get out of here? You go take a shower and head off to the BBC, Papa. Okay, very good, <laughs> Papa Chivi. Papa uh, Let's do some quick housekeeping. Uh, I want to thank the podcast rodeo over at joystick.com for giving us a shout-out uh, when they do their write-ups every Sunday. Thanks, Justin. Uh, I also want to thank GooseX for supporting a PS3 giveaway. If you go to GooseX.com and use the coupon code CAG-PS3, you'll be entered into a contest to win a free PS3. That's a pretty great contest. 
just head over to goozex.com, G-O-O-Z-E-X.com. And that contest ends at the end of this month. So get your asses in gear. Uh, I'll also put up a link to this CADCast survey, uh, audience survey that we have running. I believe the results get updated every month. So I should be able to report on it next month. Uh, I also want to remind people to dig the CADcast at dig.com forward slash podcasts forward slash CADcasts. Wombat, we are making a ridiculous run. Have you been looking? I have. We've been doing pretty good on the dig. So We are very close to 900. But we don't have 10,000 listeners yet, and that's my next goal. Uh, I, I just we, yes. I want, we, our goal. I remember when we wanted to get over eight hundred digs, and we have it. And I'm very excited, and I want to right. keep that. Dig will but help I, us, though. But Dig I want ten thousand listeners. listeners. I need. I'm not sure how to increase our listenership more. I think we need to I get some it, big interviews. I think everyone who uh, listens to our show needs to tell five people to listen to the show. Interesting. So, and if they tell five people, and they tell five people. Right. Then we have. Eventually, someone's gonna walk up to me and go, "Hey, have you listened to the Catcast?" <laughs> there you go. All right. So just dig, dig the show because that helps too. That gets dig is very popular and then really know. it's it's you know at some point I really do need to have a job like yours. So yes, you do. Everybody does. It's, I know. It's pretty good. Okay. Also, uh, myspace.com forward slash Catcast, YouTube.com forward slash CheapyD. Subscribe to my videos. I have a new video coming out on Tuesday that I made especially. For the guys on ScrewAttack.com, they do something called Toilet Tuesday, where they have gamers talk about what games they're playing in their bathroom. So you'll get an in-depth look at my super Japanese toilet, and that video is already in the can, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) When did you write that joke? A week ago? Yesterday. Yeah, it's pretty So uh, it'll be up on Tuesday. And, of course, check out... CAG Foreplay Podcast. I want everybody who listens to us to at least give it a chance. Give it a one listen. It's very Go over good. to iTunes. It's, it's very entertaining. Go over to iTunes and just, you know, type in CAG Foreplay and subscribe to it. And they're doing well on Dig too, so dig them as well. I'll wait while you now do it. I'll wait. Are you subscribing now? Load up iTunes. All right. Maybe I won't wait. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you next week. I don't know when if we'll do a live show anytime soon. Oh, yeah, I, I was still, gonna say, what's going on with with that? I gotta, I gotta look into it. I just, I haven't uh, been doing. Is there my anything duties. big coming up next week, release wise, or it does does it really? Uh, matter? I, don't I don't know. know if, but uh, I'm sure they'll talk about it all on Cag Foreplay. Thanks true. for listening. We will see you next week. Oh, and catch well already be on the BBC. So okay, maybe you'll be able to hear about it. I can't oh, say catch it. <laughs> It'll be done by the time you listen to it. So, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. These are the Atari game addicts. People hopelessly hooked on space invaders. People hopelessly hooked on missile command. Atari has given them games so ingenious, so involving, so intense, people can't take their eyes off them. We are becoming a nation of Atari game addicts. If you or any member of your family is hopelessly hooked on Atari, call this toll-free number. Hello, Atari Anonymous?